Replacing the sofa. Yeah, replacing the sofa. Do you realize that the average person keeps their living room fixture 7 to 15 years? And it's a proven fact that it was showing wear and tear long before the moment of actually kicking it out of the house. Why? Well, people love their sofas so much. When replacing your place of rest, experts say you should actually go ahead and not go cheap. Spend the money on something that'll last longer than just a few years. As for this thing called faux leather, oh my God, those pieces still exist and they still break down. It's going to always look like a cheap piece of mess. So, in this world of fake springs and really bad wood in faux leather, you got to find yourself in a place of locked-in comfort. You're going to have to spend the extra money. And the only reason why I bring this up is solely based on how much money we spend on buying cheap furniture. Are we just as cheap with our underwear, our toilet paper, fast food, and car buying? I can't answer your question. Only you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, yeah, replacing the blank. Hey, it's Arrow. This is The Daily Mess, a chronological look through an everyday world. I am a daily writer. I am the silent wolf. I sit beneath the brush of a tree and I look out at life and I study our behavior because there's a lot to learn and a lot to enjoy when you just stand on the sidelines. This is The Daily Mess. Speaking of daily, the daily goal is to meet the need. To super succeed can sometimes lead to areas of self-doubt and letdown. Now, because it's extremely difficult to keep up with the good work, we live in a world of comparisons, always looking at the numbers, especially the steps that we take. Hey, there's a ring you can wear these days that not only counts your steps, but it reports back to you on how your heart rate is and how you're sleeping at night. I, I can't wear the ring. Because I'm always comparing today's numbers with a different time and place. To get all worked up for not keeping up. Daily goals and our need for speed. To rush out and do something that's personal. Calling it a gain to access higher levels of success. We need more. Better than last year. Research shows it can be achieved. Yet we forget so easily how much hard work was actually required to be in a place of super succeeding. Those numbers, we are addicted to those numbers. I always talk with other podcasters as well as musicians and I, and I ask them, so, so how are you putting up with that perfectionist inside of you that is addicted to those numbers? And they'll go, well, I don't even look at them. I can't because it'll make me go insane. It will, but there's always going to be that Sunday night or even an early Saturday morning where you're going to go, I wonder how I am doing. And the moment that you open up that door, there you are. You thought you were doing better. Now the self-doubt steps in. Now you're hating yourself. Now you're trying to figure out what you can do better. You're going to change everything around you. When in fact, before you opened that door, everything was fine. But how do you break free of the numbers? Especially since the business you work for is always comparing numbers. We need more clients. We need more of this. We've got to have this. We've got to do that. And if you don't, then their bosses will jump on their backs. I come from the world of radio. Our numbers were every day. The world of podcasting is no different. We're constantly surrounded by numbers. The goal is to go ahead and look at them, but don't judge yourself if something isn't going right, such as the ring that I was talking about. It measures all of your steps. Man, I felt like I put in 23,000 steps today, and it's only 13,000. Self-doubt. Then you start shaming yourself. Oh, I'm not 
good enough for this. It's okay to look at the numbers, but be aware of how it affects your emotions. I'm Arrow, and that's The Daily Mess.